Do you have a dream for your life? Or have you completely given up dreaming? Everyone can create their dream life. And it begins with your willingness to begin dreaming again. Now, here is the host of It Starts With a Dream, coach and clinical hypnotherapist, Bronwyn Smith. Hello, everyone. How are you today? I'm your host, Bronwyn Smith, and you are watching or listening to It Starts With a Dream on Inspired Choices Network. And just before we get into today's topic, I just want to tell you something I found on TikTok now. As you all know, I am a huge fan of Oprah Winfrey. Um, I love her. I think you know, every word that comes out of her mouth is worth listening to. But today I found on TikTok and I've got no idea what it, um, what the show was called, but it's on TikTok under Oprah Winfrey and she talks about having a dream um, and having an intention and it's wonderful to listen to. It's absolutely amazing to listen to. And it was so inspiring and so uplifting. And she was saying that every single show she did, she always had an intention. She always knew what her intention was. And she had an intention for each and every show. And um, anyhow, she walks you right through it, having a dream, having your purpose in life and having an intention for whatever you do in life. It was very uplifting and something that I think everyone should listen to. If you can't find it on TikTok, then go to my Instagram. I shared it on my Instagram or you can go to my Facebook group, uh, which is, so go to my Facebook group or go to Instagram and watch it there. It's fantastic. It's worth listening to. It's worth watching. And I just wanted to draw it to your attention. Um, I don't know how long it's been on TikTok. It might have been on for weeks and I've only just found it or it might have just come on, but it was just a wonderful way to start the day listening to Oprah for 10 minutes talking about having a, a dream and an intention. So um, today's show is how to avoid bankruptcy and um, you know I've over the years I've heard people say oh I'll just go bankrupt you know it's fine I'll just go bankrupt and they think it's just the easy way out um, and it really isn't. There, you know, are far better options than um, going bankrupt. And, you know, back in the day when I was a lawyer, uh, bankruptcy and insolvency was one of my areas of law. And so I spent my days, um, or at least some of my days, bankrupting people. And, um, and I think the terminology is slightly different between Australia and America. So. I'll tell you the difference. So bankruptcy in Australia relates to people. Only a person can go bankrupt. And insolvency relates to companies and businesses. So only companies and businesses can be made insolvent. Um, and so um, I think in America the two are sort of intertwined. You can be a company and still bankrupted uh, and a person and still made insolvent. In Australia, that's not the right 
um, language. And um, someone like me would be like, no, they're a person, they are bankrupt. No, they're a company, they're insolvent. But I understand that in, in America it's far more intertwined. So today I'm only going to talk about bankruptcy, so I'm only going to talk about it really in relation to people, people going bankrupt, because it really does, you know, affect your life and it's not the easy way out. So, you know, don't go out and rack up all these bills and think, oh, well, I can just go bankrupt. It's really, um, it is easy to go bankrupt, but it's not um, you know, it's not as simple. Bankruptcy isn't as simple as people think. So um, in Australia, you've got to have debts of more than $5,000 to be able to go bankrupt. And in Australia, you can choose your own trustee. So you can um, <clears throat> find a trustee um, who will, um, you know, allow you to go bankrupt. And bankruptcy is usually with personal debts only um, or, you know, debts that um, have no security. So they're really only for unsecured debts. And um, so it's things like credit cards, personal loans, maybe a car loan, although that would probably be secured against the car. So if you put that into your bankruptcy, you would lose the car. Um, but it's unsecured debts. So as many, you know, unsecured debts as you possibly can put in there that you would put in there. So if you have six or eight um, credit cards, you would put that in there. If you have a personal loan that is completely unsecured, you would put that in as part of your bankruptcy. So it's as many unsecured debts as you possibly have. Um, and you put all of those in there and you say to your trustee, um, these are my debts and um, I have you know, very few assets or I have absolutely no assets at all. So that's what bankruptcy is. It's getting rid of all your personal unsecured debts. So how do you avoid bankruptcy, which is really what I want to talk about, is how to avoid it. Um, so, you know, if you're just starting out, have as few debts as possible. and um, you know, make sure that you always know what your um, spending is, what your spending to income ratio is. So if you're earning $500 a week, then hopefully you're only spending $400 and you're saving the other $100 a week. Or if you're living at home and you're earning $500 a week, then you would probably be saving, you know, $350 to $400 a week. Um, and spending the other 100 to $150 a week. So it's always coming back to basics, unfortunately. And, you know, as I say in my book, um, Dream a Big Life, which talks about finances, and it, go, it takes you through, you know, your spending habits, your saving habits, and it's step-by-step step takes you through that so that you don't ever find your, yourself in a place of bankruptcy. Now, sometimes it's unavoidable. You might lose your job or something happens that you just, you know, couldn't change. Um, so sometimes bankruptcy is unavoidable. But most of the time, it is unavoidable. The vast majority of the time, it is unavoidable. 
And, you know, I remember going to court and sometimes I'd be in court, you know, three or four days a week um, with people. And and I could see how we, we got there. I could see what they did, you know, to get to this point. Um, and they would always say to me outside court, you know, please don't bankrupt me, but it wasn't my choice. You know, I have a client, the client's paying me and they're paying me to do a job and that job was to get the money back from this person. And if that meant bankrupting them, then that's what I was, you know, instructed to do. So they could beg and plead with me, but it wasn't up to me, it was up to my client. Um, But I could always see how they got themselves there. And it was just by... um, you know, not knowing what their spending habits were, not budgeting, and I know I always say I hate the word budgeting, but a budget, a true budget, this is why I hate the word budgeting, because most people will write down, I earn $500 a week, and these are, this is what I spend per week, and then they will fit their spending into their income, and um, and it all goes to hell in a handbasket. Like it just goes to hell because they're not really spending $100 on food. They're spending $150 on food. They're not spending $20 on takeout. They're spending $50 on takeout. So it doesn't accurately reflect what they're spending. It's their, you know, I call most budgets when it's done like that. It's just like a wish list. This is what I wish was going on with my money. I wish this was what was happening with my money, but it's not actually what's happening with your money. So. How to how to do it properly is in my book, Dream a Big Life. And um, how you do it properly is you spend a few weeks, maybe a month, work, writing down every single thing you spend. Doesn't matter how much it is. You know, you might spend, put fifty cents in a parking meter. You've spent it. Write it down. It might be a one-off. So everything that's a one-off, you might put in a little line saying one-off spending. It's called one-off spending, and you total that up every week over a period of three or four weeks, and you can see, oh, I have this one-off spending on different things that adds up to ten bucks a week. It could be putting it in a parking meter, or you know, going to a parking station, or buying your kids a fifty-cent chocolate you know, twice or three times a week on the way home from school. It doesn't matter what it is. Put it in as one-off spending and write down everything you spend your money on for that three or four weeks, everything, rent, food, clothes, one-off spending, um, whatever, you know, takeout food, tuck shop food, lunches, whatever it is, you know, kindergarten fees, school fees, books, uniforms, whatever. And so you're capturing exactly where your money goes. And then look at where you're wasting money. Oh, I buy, you know, two coffees a day at five bucks a day. That's $10 a day. Multiply that by five. That's 50 bucks a week. And, you know, if you're earning 500, that's a significant amount of money. So get rid of your waste money. And then whatever waste money that you can then you know, redo like coffees, you have them at home or at work, you don't buy them any longer. Takeouts, instead of having four or five a week, you have one or two a week. And then that money gets saved. This is how you avoid bankruptcy. 
that money gets saved. It's also how you avoid living week to week or paycheck to paycheck um, by working out and then save that money and that money then becomes your emergency money, your savings slash emergency money. And then um, you get rid of your credit cards. You pay off your credit cards as quickly as you can. And I've spoken about credit cards many, many, many times before and you pay them off as quickly as possible. And then you work out, you set yourself now what can be realistically a budget because you know what your spending habits are. You've now stopped wasting money and you've started saving money. So you can now accurately predict what you can do in the future, how you can pay bills off um, in the future. And um, so I'll talk more about that after the break. I'm your host, Bronwyn Smith. You are watching or listening to It Starts With a Dream on Inspired Choices Network, and I'll be back in just a moment. Many of us settle for our life rather than creating a life we love. Be abundant, be fearless, be mindful, and create an amazing life. Tune into It Starts With a Dream with coach and clinical hypnotherapist, Bronwyn Smith for inspiration on how to be your best self and live your best life. Are you ready? Are you ready to create an amazing life? Then join us for It Starts With a Dream with our host, Bronwyn Smith, on Wednesday at 9 p.m. Eastern, 8 p.m. Central, 7 p.m. Mountain, 6 p.m. Pacific, and Thursday at 11 a.m. in Australia on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Are you a subject matter expert? Are you here to share your expertise with an audience waiting to hear from you in only the way you can deliver? Are you ready to have your voice amplified across the airwaves? Inspired Choices Network has a global radio platform streaming to millions of people across the world. Professionally produced and supported by an accomplished team every step of the way, you can broadcast from anywhere in the world knowing your voice matters and we ensure it is delivered with ease and efficiency. Eager to hear your message, the world awaits. Contact us today to become an Inspired Choices Network radio host. Email become a host at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. This is It Starts with a Dream with host Bronwyn Smith. To participate in the program, join the live studio audience in our chat room at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. You can also send an email to Bronwyn at BronwynSmith.com to work with her one-on-one. -on -one. Hi, everybody. Welcome back. I'm your host, Bronwyn Smith, and you are watching or listening to It Starts With a Dream. And today we are talking about how to avoid bankruptcy. And so just before the break, I had, you know, taken you back 50 steps and said, you know, it starts with you knowing what you're spending and going and working out your spending habits, working out where you waste, um, you're wasting your money, and then starting to save and to pay off any credit card debt that you have. Everything I talk about in my book, it starts with a dream. So it's a step by step book. You can go and buy it on Amazon.com or on my uh, website, BronwynSmith.com, and um, 
uh, it will take you step by step with um, how to do all this. So, um, and why have I gone back 50 steps? Because if you do this, if you know what your spending habits are and you're saving and you have very little or no, um, if you have no personal debt or very little debt, um, then you'll never be in or it'll be very unlikely that you would be in a position where you had to declare bankruptcy. So it really does start all those steps back. And the people that become bankrupt usually have no idea how to manage their money. Sometimes it's just bad luck. You know, sometimes circumstances has just um, happened, they've lost their job or they've been, you know, had a really bad injury or a very bad illness, um, you know, they're very sick. Sometimes it can be something like that, which is just, you know, bad luck and unavoidable. And yet they've been great with money, you know, all their lives. And then, you know, some unforese unforeseen event has come and has meant that they've had to declare bankruptcy, which is really sad when that happens. But most of the time you can see them leading up to, you know, being in horrific, horrible debt where they've got lots and lots of credit cards and their pay packet just goes out into paying the minimum off, you know, whatever credit card so that they can spend the next week or two then using that credit card to, you know, to live. Um, and without that credit card, they're unable to live and they're behind on all their bills. It doesn't matter whether it's an electricity bill or um, if it's, you know, some sort of um, tax on their property or whatever it is, they're behind on everything. And it's just this slow, awkward, step-by-step, -step, you know, closer and closer to that horrible, inevitable, that they are going to declare themselves bankrupt. Um, and yet if they had started way back here and worked out their spending habits and where they were wasting money and started to save and started to pay off their personal debt, then they wouldn't have edged closer and closer to the unavoidable. And so that's why I am starting so far back here and saying, you know, um, start right now it doesn't matter what sort of debt you're in and the the worse the debt is the greater the need is that you should start this now sit down and work out where every cent of your money goes and um and what you can you know where you're wasting money what you can eliminate to then put into those debts or put into a savings account and um and start getting rid of that debt. And you can also often ring credit cards and um, and banks um, and talk to them. If you're in financial difficulty, talk to them. Ring them up early and say, you know, I've just lost my job. I'm looking for another job. I'll pay what I can. Um, <clears throat> I'm very, very sick, you know, or my partner's very, very sick. So, I'm, you know, looking after him or her and it's very hard, you know, I'm, 
I'm still working, but I'm working only working part time, so I'm earning less. Like, what can you do to help me? And often these companies will, you know, stop charging you interest, or they might might have the repayment. They might double the length of time of the loan and have the repayment, and you know, stop all interest on your credit cards or whatever. So you know, your twenty dollars that you're paying on your credit card really just goes onto the principle of the credit card. Um, some will just say, you know, can you afford to pay, you know, $2,000, your your credit card debt's $10,000, can you afford to pay $2,000 and then that will be that, you know, um, we'll just wipe the rest of the debt off. So there are lots of things you can do to talk to the banks and the credit card companies. Now, it might be just be that you don't have any sort of illness or you haven't lost your, your job, you just have too many debts and you can't get on top of them. Well, again, you can ring them up um, and you can say, like, can you help me? Now, it's always embarrassing to ring these companies up and you might think, oh, there's no way I can ring these companies up and I completely get that. And there are companies all around the world that can help you free, um, you know, uh, companies that you can go to and they'll help you. Um, they're usually a community-based sort of legal centre or something like that, but they specialise in debt and people like you having difficulty paying your debts. And this, you know, often happens when we um, have a recession or when we have rising interest rates. Of course, the interest rates on your um, personal loans and your credit cards keep going up along with the interest rates on the mortgage. But the mortgage interest rate started at 3%, so it's now at 6 or 7%. And your credit card interest rate started at 17 or 20 percent so it's now at 22 or 23 or 25 percent and it's getting out of hand and if you can see it's starting to get out of hand now is the time to start going to one of those community-based um, um, legal centers where they deal with people that are in debt and talking to them and getting them on your behalf to ring or write to these companies to see what they can do. And most banks um, have, um, you know, a department that you can ring when you're in financial trouble. And they're generally, I've never had to ring one, but I've been told by people that have that they are really, really helpful and generally very, very lovely and go out of their way to help you and um, uh, and to, you know, put you on the right track so that you can pay off the debt quicker. And so, um, you know, ring, do something now, take action now before it gets too big and too out of hand and you're behind too much and you're thinking, oh, my God, I can't even answer the phone at home because there's going to be some debt collector on my phone asking me when I'm repaying this credit card or this personal loan or when I'm going to bring the payments up to date. Don't wait till then because then if you're trying to ring the bank or whoever, they will just be annoyed that you didn't ring them months earlier. They'll understand, but they'll be like, you know, we've sent it out to a debt collector now and sometimes bank sell their debts to the debt collector. So the bank can't actually do anything anymore. They've sold that debt to the debt collector and it's now between you and the debt collector. 
And so the bank um, or the credit card company or even the electricity company can't do anything about that debt. You have to deal with the debt collector. Now, sometimes that can be good and bad. Um, dealing with a debt collector they you know don't like anything too difficult and if you can rummage up you know a a little bit of cash they will often take um, you know two thousand dollars for example to pay out a ten thousand dollar debt and they'll take a lot less money to pay out a debt and so if you have you know five credit cards and ten grand that you've borrowed from somebody or that you've managed to save or maybe you've borrowed then you can pay off all those other credit cards um, and get rid of them that way But if you have borrowed money from a friend or a family member, make sure you pay it off because if you don't repay your friend or family member, you know, they'll all gossip that you don't pay repay money that you borrow firstly. And secondly, when you get into this situation again, if it ever happens again, no one will lend you a dime. And quite rightly, you know, you've got to don't, take these credit card companies as you know oh they've taken less you know I can do this in the future no they've taken less now Um, and sometimes when they take less it does affect your credit rating they do put it on your credit rating sometimes not all the time so again be mindful But if you have been lucky enough to get out of, you know, a big debt by paying a small lump sum, then again, you know, be very grateful for it. I'm always, you know, I'm big on gratitude. Be very grateful for it. But then do things differently in the future. And, um, um, you know, go back and, you know, spend within your means. Spend what you have earned rather than rack up more credit card debt um fortunately it might take you a bit of time to get another credit card if you have paid off these credit cards um with a smaller lump sum you know they might be mm, we won't lend we won't give him another him or her another credit card because they can't handle it so you might be forced to savings so Go back to basics, know what you spend, spend within your means, save money. Um, Ideally, you know, I've read things that say you should save 10% of your um, uh, salary, Uh, and I agree with that. At the beginning, that's what you should be saving. You should then work towards saving 25% of your salary, and you should then work towards saving 50% of your salary. Now, that saving of 50% of your salary might go into your mortgage, so you might be paying, you know, um, lots, you know, lots of money onto your mortgage and getting that down really, really quickly, which is, you know, a great thing to do. Um, getting your mortgage paid off really quickly and um, you know interest rates in Australia are going up as they are in the rest of the world and the figures came out that only a third of Australians had mortgages Um, and so this very neat compartment that the government's put out is a third of um, adult Australians have paid off their house a third have mortgages and then there's a third renters which I thought was really high Um, I thought having a third of our adult population as renters was really high and I thought having a third of our adult population having mortgages was really low 
but it shows you what I know. Um, they're the statistics that have come out from the Australian government. So, you know, if you have been able to get rid of all your personal debt and you do have a mortgage, then pay that down as quickly as you possibly can so that you are completely debt-free. So I'm your host, Bronwyn Smith. You are watching or listening to It Starts With a Dream. Uh, and we are going to a break and we'll be back in just a moment. Many of us settle for our life rather than creating a life we love. Be abundant, <laughs> be fearless, be mindful and create an amazing life. Tune into It Starts With a Dream with coach and clinical hypnotherapist, Bronwyn Smith, for inspiration on how to be your best self and live your best life. Are you ready? Are you ready to create an amazing life? Then join us for It Starts With a Dream with our host, Bronwyn Smith, on Wednesday at 9 p.m. Eastern, 8 p.m. Central, 7 p.m. Mountain, 6 p.m. Pacific, and Thursday at 11 a.m. in Australia on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. How wonderful would it be to carry your favorite Inspired Choices Network host with you throughout your day? Well, now you can. Inspired Choices Network now has its very own mobile app. Our free app offers live streaming shows along with thousands of podcasts and TV episodes. Our shows cover a wide variety of topics. Whether you're waking up with us, carrying us through the day, and taking us to bed with you, we're always here for you to enjoy. We're easy to find. Just search for Inspired Choices Network in the Apple App Store or Google Play Store. This is It Starts With a Dream with host Bronwyn Smith. To participate in the program, join the live studio audience in our chat room at InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. You can also send an email to Bronwyn at BronwynSmith.com to work with her one-on-one. -on -one. Hi, everyone. I'm your host, Bronwyn Smith, and you are watching or listening to It Starts With a Dream on Inspired Choices Network. Yes, do come into our chat room, especially for shows like this where you may have questions. Come and join us in the chat room and ask your questions. You know, I'd be happy to answer them or send me an email. I'd be happy to answer your questions because these are, you know, really big quite serious topics and they do change your life um, if you go bankrupt it does change your life um, for the negative and if you learn how to master your money then it really changes your life um, for the positive and um, you know to be financially free to be abundant um, really changes your life um, for the positive and I know because I've turned it around myself and that's why I talk about it um, not only did I work in this area for many many years but I also turned my own um, money management money mindset around and so I know the difference I can tell you the grass is really greener on the other side so with any of these shows Please come and join us in the chat room. Don't be, you know, embarrassed or shy to ask me questions because I love answering your questions. And I really love, you know, seeing my clients and people that listen to me 
turn their lives around and really become financially free and abundant. Um, it gives me so much joy to hear your stories and to be a part of your story. So come and join me. We do have a lot of fun. And um, so before the break, I was talking that, you know, one way to avoid bankruptcy is you know, if you are in financial trouble, whether you've just got lots and lots of credit cards or whether something's happened and you've lost your job or you've become sick or, you know, um, interest rates have just meant that everything's gotten out of hand and before you could manage, you know, you could pay your bills, um, you know, by the due date and now with interest rates going up and up and up and, um, repayments becoming higher it's just getting more difficult now is the time to ring the financial institution and see if you can um, either pay the debt off in a lump sum or you know them uh, make it interest free for a period of time you might see another credit card offering six or 12 months interest free if you you know swap over to that credit card um and um, and do that, you know, if you've got a six or 12 month interest free period, then swap it over and then try and pay it off as much off as you can possibly can swap it over and then cut that credit card up. And then every month, just put as much money onto that credit card as you possibly can to bring it down as much as you possibly can. And um and, and get rid of it, you know, and then you can start saving once you're rid of it. So another way is, you know, you can go to a trustee and you can do a deed of agreement. And so you can go to a trustee and you can say, these are all my um, debtors, this is who I owe my money to, this is how much I owe them, and I want to enter into a deed of agreement with them. And you can pay them, you know, 10 cents in the dollar or 5 cents in the dollar, whatever it is, you will um, um, work that out with your trustee. Your trustee will take a fee. Um, that fee varies from trustee to trustee. And then you have a meeting with all um, your creditors and you say to them, this is what I can afford. They, you know, there's a, a process that you go through um, in Australia. And um, um, there's, you know, the same process in other countries in the world. I just don't know what it is. So, um, you know, you then pay them whatever it is, the 10 cents in the dollar for their debt. Um, and um, and then you pay the trustee as well. And so that is far more preferable to going bankrupt. Bankruptcy in Australia lasts three years um, and, you know, you've got to, you know, sell as much as you possibly can um, or depending on what you earn, whether it be through a business or through um, employment, then you may have to give a portion of your money to the trustee to pay repay the creditors. Um, so you don't necessarily um, have to pay nothing the whole time. Sometimes the trustee will say, no, you've got to pay us a lump sum. Of course, you've got to pay the trustee as well. And, um, you know, in Australia, if you're bankrupt, you're not allowed to travel without your trustees, okay? So you've got to hand in your pass, um, passport to your trustee. And then if you need to travel 
at all, whether it be for work or family or whatever, you need to get the okay from the trustee and they will give you your passport back to enable you to travel. And then when you return, you have to return your passport back to the trustee. So it is... um, you know, it's not as easy as people think. And for three years, you know, you're beholden to this trustee. So they look at every single solitary cent that you earn. And um, if you earn too much, you need to pay that to the trustee. There's an amount allowed in Australia that you can, you know, keep, um, which is for rent, food, clothing and all of that. And anything above that goes to the trustee to pay your creditors back, to repay your creditors. So that's why I say when you, um, right from the beginning, you know, start looking after your money, you know, respect your money, be grateful for your money, all of those types of things. You know, if you're not good with money and you want to be better, read my book, Dream a Big Life. Um, you know, it's a step-by-step book and just read one chapter a day or one chapter a week implement that chapter and then move on to the next chapter it really will change your relationship with money it will change how you spend money how you save money you'll be more conscious when you're spending money do I really need this item um you know have I got something that I can use at home and um um if you do that it would be much more difficult for you to be looking down the barrel of bankruptcy if you are constantly, you know, mindful of your money and grateful for your money. And um, and people, you know, every time I get a new client, I always say, you know, I'm so grateful for my lovely clients. Um, I'm so grateful for my lovely listeners on my um, show. And you know, I'm always grateful to the people that support me, whether it's listeners here or my clients or whom, whoever it is, I'm always grateful. So everything that you watch and read says, you know, come from a place of gratitude and um, it really does fill your heart. And my, you know, my intention and my wish for you is that um, each and every one of my listeners has a really good relationship with money and is really grateful for whatever they earn and however they earn it. And um, and I don't want anyone to be, you know, on the uh, negative side of being made bankrupt in other words um, what were one of my um, opponents because my opponents were always I was always um, asking the court to bankrupt them and some of them I felt really sorry for and some of them would ring me or email me early I remember one client I sent her out um, a letter of demand and I said you know if you don't pay this debt within 14 days, I think I gave her, we will commence proceedings against you and we'll, you know, ultimately bankrupt you um, if it's not paid. Anyhow, she um, rang me and she said to me, um, look, you know, I'm not working. My husband is in, you know, has cancer and he's got two to four weeks to live. And once he's passed away and, you know, I've buried him and, 
you know, all of that, I will then sell the apartment and I will repay you um, all the money that I owe you. Um, I intend to sell the, re the apartment, move to something smaller and I'll repay all my debts. But I haven't been paying my debts because I haven't been working because I've been looking after my husband who's been sick for the last few months. Now, I went back to my client and I said to my client, you cannot commence proceedings against this woman. This is the situation. I think I asked her if she would um, send me, you know, something from her doctor or something that I could take to my client so that, you know, they were satisfied. It was really true. I think I said, you know, what do you have handy that you could just you know, take a photo of and, and send it through to me. That's really, I don't want to, you know, create more work for you. And um, I think she had a bill from the hospital or a doctor or something. So I said, just, you know, take a photo and, and send that to me. And I sent that off to my client and I said to her, I said to my client, you need to give this woman, you know, six months to, uh, you know, allow her husband to die and, you know, for her to sell the apartment and then she will repay us or repay you. And um, that's, you know, the, the best way to go. It's anyhow, my client took my advice and that's what we did. We sent her an email saying, you know, we're so sorry that your husband's very sick and um, my client will give you six months to repay this debt from today's date. And it was repaid about four months later. Everything was paid. She did exactly what she said she was going to do. She sold her apartment. She paid off all the debts and she went and bought a smaller apartment, paying cash for it. So, you know, if something like that has happened to you, then you need to ring up the companies that you own money to or when they send you a letter of demand you need to send them an email back or you need to ring them up um, and let them know what's going on hopefully the person that's listening to you will have you know a heart and have some empathy and you know be like okay well we will give you the time that you need and um and we'll allow you to repay the money if you explain to them how you're going to repay the money like that lady did, she said, I'm going, you know, when my husband dies, I will sell the apartment, go into something smaller and repay all um, our debts. And, and that's what she did. So if you've got, you know, this is what I'm going to do, um, then ring people up and let them know that's what you're going to do. And then, of course, stick to your word and say, you know, I've said I'm going to do this and then do it and people will wait for you. You know, I think I'd like to think anyhow people are inherently kind. I'd like to think that um, even lawyers, even hard-ass lawyers like I was, we still do have a bit of, you know, a bit of heart where we are a little bit kind. And um, so if you explain your situation, I mean, don't ring up. I had one woman ring me up and she said, um, but I've been overseas for six months. How on earth do you expect me to pay my bills while I'm overseas? You just have to wait. I said to her, no, I'm not waiting. My client's not waiting. Um, so, you know, when you ring up like that, you're just going to get the person on the other end annoyed with you. So that's not the thing to say. But if you do have 
an illness or a family illness or, you know, a family tragedy or you've lost your job, something's happened, then ring them up and let them know and hopefully you'll get a sympathetic ear and they will help you. You know, um, they might say, okay, for three months you don't have to pay anything while you look for another job and then just go and get a job doing whatever really. Anyhow, I'm Bronwyn Smith, your host today. You are watching or listening to It Starts With a Dream on Inspired Choices Network, and we're going to a break. We'll be back in just a minute. Many of us settle for our life rather than creating a life we love. Be abundant, be fearless, be mindful, and create an amazing life. Tune into It Starts With a Dream, with coach and clinical hypnotherapist Bronwyn Smith for inspiration on how to be your best self and live your best life. Are you ready? Are you ready to create an amazing life? Then join us for It Starts With a Dream with our host Bronwyn Smith on Wednesday at 9 p.m. Eastern, 8 p.m. Central, 7 p.m. Mountain, 6 p.m. Pacific, and Thursday at 11 a.m. in Australia on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. This is It Starts With a Dream with host Bronwyn Smith. To participate in the program, join the live studio audience in our chat room at InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. You can also send an email to Bronwyn at BronwynSmith.com to work with her one-on-one. Hi, everybody. I'm your host, Bronwyn Smith, and you are watching or listening to It Starts With a Dream on Inspired Choices Network. And today we're talking about avoiding bankruptcy. And really, you know, bankruptcy should be avoided at all costs, um, unless you absolutely are in dire straits. Really, bankruptcy is not a particularly good option. It is very stressful. It is very emotive. Um, and um, at least in Australia, you are, you know, watched like a hawk by your trustee. Um, and, you know, I said earlier that bankruptcy is three years in Australia. Um, however, your trustee can extend that period um, for another two to three years. So if they think that you've made no effort to repay any of the debts um, <clears throat> or, you know, you've just been difficult the whole way through, then um, they will um, apply to have your bankruptcy extended. So. Really, and as I said before, you can't go overseas. Uh, you have to get your trustee's approval to go overseas. You don't just let them know. You have to write to them and say, this is why I want to go overseas. This is who's paying for it because, of course, you can't be paying for it. If you can afford to travel overseas, they'll say, no, 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 you can give that money to us to pay your creditors. You can't afford to go overseas. So a lot of the things that we just take for granted, you know, family holidays and things like that that we take for granted, um, you've got to put past your trustee in Australia. So. As I was saying earlier, you know, the best way to avoid um, bankruptcy is to start early and know, you know, that you're spending within your means, know what your spending habits are, what your savings habits are, have as little or no personal debt as humanly possible, 
you know, put your savings into your mortgage if you have a mortgage. <clears throat> um, it's always good to have a mortgage. Get that paid off as quickly as you can. Most mortgages are 20 to 30 years. If you can bring that down even five years, you're doing really, really well. But if you do find yourself in dire straits, then ring up your creditors and see if you can, you know, enter into a payment plan with them or have them, you know, um, not add any more interest onto the loan or um, maybe, you know, ask them if you can pay a lesser amount in a lump sum just to get rid of it if you do have some money. Um, so. Um, read my book, Dream a Big Life, um, and that will help you whatever option you take. That is a step-by-step -step guide to how you can um, deal with your money better and become financially free, become abundant. You not only deal with your money better, but you think about your money differently, better and differently. You change your mindset as well as your skill set. Um, and um, it is a really good book and I am going to toot my own horn because I know it's a great book. So, um, you know, failing that, you can go to a trustee and enter into a deed of agreement um, where you agree to pay all your creditors two cents, five cents, 20 cents, 50 cents, whatever, in the dollar and get all your um gets paid off in that way so there are options other than bankruptcy and you really should go and explore every single option rather than just going bankrupt a lot of trustees in Australia and probably overseas as well will talk you through all your different options and um, and their fees so if you do go in, enter into a deed of agreement or you do go bankrupt there are fees attached to it. And um, if you, you know, are so broke that you could not even afford to pay the fees, then in Australia, um, AFSA then looks after you and um, and they, um, they become your trustee uh, because any private trustee, of course, wants to be paid like everyone, you know, everyone else. Private trustees want to be paid, but we have government trustees here. If you really, really are, absolutely broke and you can't you can't afford to pay the trustees fees and there are thousands of people like that you know but if you take control of your money even if you enter into a deed of agreement or even if you go bankrupt that is the time to go okay now I need to take control of my money so this never happens again so that I always have money in my savings account it is the time to take control so if you're there read my book dream a big life you will it will take you step by step on how you can totally change your life and there are millions of people that have gone from bankrupt to millionaire I know people that have gone from bankrupt to billionaire um, so you can still make lots and lots of money after bankruptcy and um, and this book is a great way to start to start your journey on to making money saving money having a different attitude having a different mindset, having, um, as they say, an attitude of gratitude. I really like that because it rhymes. So, um, and, um, um, and changing your relationship with money for 
ever and having a much better relationship with your money and better as much as great as that is but once you have a better relationship with money you will and a better mindset with money you will do things better and you will have something like you know, something called a savings, where if something goes wrong, you can just, you know, go to your savings, it's your emergency fund, it's where you can, you know, put a deposit down on a house or an apartment. Um, it's it's everything together. Um, if you already own your home outright, then maybe you can invest in shares or in um, an investment property. But I talk about all of this here in this book. So, um, for that reason, it's a great book. And there are lots of other great books around and read them all, like read as much as you possibly can, learn as much as you possibly can. And the one or the two great, the thing, two things I love about money the most is firstly, um, it's controllable. And if you feel like you're not controlling your own money, then read my book because money really is controllable. Um, and um, the second thing I really like about it is that, um, you know, it's honest. Money is really honest. Money never lies to you. If you're great with money, then all your bills are paid and you have savings. And if you're really, really bad with money, then the opposite is, is true. You have lots and lots of debt and you're worried and you're stressed and the phone won't stop stop ringing and you've got you know debt collectors on your phone and all of that sort of stuff so um you know money never lies to you where you really you so you can say i've got a really great money mindset and you've got debt collectors ringing you you do not have a really great money mindset but when you do have a really great money mindset you'll also have a really great money skill set if you read my book because it covers both of those things your mindset and your skill set and you can have one without the other you can have a really good money mindset like I did and I earned a lot of money but then I spent a lot of money too and I wasn't saving it and then when I learned a better skill set I started saving money and um but things can still happen and you you know still might find yourself looking down the barrel of bankruptcy but if you've got money in the bank it is a lot harder um and it gives you a lot more choices it's a lot harder for you to become bankrupt and it gives you a lot more choices like entering into a deed of agreement or something like that with your um creditors so really um you know, have start from the beginning, have a really good money mindset and a really good uh, money skill set. And when you have those two things, it is um, highly unlikely that you will ever be looking down the barrel of bankruptcy and you'll be able to avoid it for the rest of your, for the whole of your life, which is what I really hope for you. And as I said, when I saw people on the other side, and, you know, I would see, you know, what they were doing. I knew how they got there. And um, had my book been out at that stage, I would have said to them, here, have a copy of my book. This is this is what you need to move forward. Um, but it wasn't out then. Thank you so, for listening to It Starts With a Dream Show with Bronwyn Smith. Arrange your one-on-one -on -one appointment today with Bronwyn via email at bronwyn at bronwynsmith.com. It Starts With a Dream with Bronwyn Smith returns on Wednesday at 9 p.m. Eastern, 8 p.m. Central, 7 p.m. Mountain, 6 p.m. Pacific, and Thursday at 11 a.m. in Australia 
on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Until next week, dream big.